0: How's it going, guys? Good evening. Coming off another wild week in the NFL, week 13 in the books. All the bye weeks have come and gone. It is time for the home stretch. This is the ESA with Buck and Ben. Welcome in. This is the ESA. We appreciate you listening in. I'm Ben. This is Buck. Ready to talk week 13, episode 18 of our NFL podcast for the 2023 season we'll look ahead to week 14 as well buck how are you doing sir doing good man ready for this barn burner tonight man we were spoiled we were spoiled last week very Uh, much getting back to the thursday night we love back to the thursday night we know and love and this is like i think this is the lowest points total like in my lifetime still hammering that under even even at 30-and-a-half, we're taking the under there. It's going to be, what, a 3-0 game like <laughs> You know, most likely, yeah. now that I'm so confident it will be low scoring, they're, yeah. they're going to go 30-30 on us. Uh, but yeah, probably. But I'd be shocked. I, I'd love for that to be the case. Don't see it, however, in the Trubisky matchup with Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Um can't. You, you, can't sure, you much sure Jones ain't
1: coming back in this night?
0: I mean, if they want to score even less, sure, they could put Mac Jones in. <laughs> there ain't no telling what Bill Belichick might do. <sighs> Who knows what the Bill Belichick's going to do. Ah, oh, man,
1: I'm exhausted even talking about it. Him. This is going to be a heck of a game to watch. It's going to be almost, I don't know, this is going to be... We're going we're gonna to look at it's going to be a 25 what? to 23 game. Some crazy game's going to be tonight. I think it will be a crazy game in some way with
0: these two storied franchises. Uh, take the thriller expectation off and uh, get ready for some comedy this evening. Yeah, we're going to have some fun tonight. Get ready for some comedy. We got to get into Ben's first and ten. Got a lot to say. Ten topics, what I want to get off my chest. Here we go. Number one. Sometimes the journey is more valuable than the destination. Sometimes I would say most of the time the journey is more valuable than the destination. And for the Philadelphia Eagles, this gauntlet they're facing right now will pay dividends in the end of the season. As fans we and as fans and consumers uh, we only look at the end result. Of championship or bust. We don't remember how they got there. But the team sure does. The team remembers that. The Eagles are going to use this tough stretch of games. As a reminder. They can hang with anyone. They can come back on anyone. Sure. Sunday. They got punched in the mouth. By San Francisco. No other way around it. They got handled for 60 minutes. But that's going to make them stronger coming back and even more resilient than they have already proven to be the destination is the ultimate goal but the journey the journey defines us the journey strengthens us the journey teaches us be careful about writing this team off after one bad performance be careful about it don't underestimate how brutal this schedule has been and will continue to be sunday night in dallas number two after what seemed like two straight months of bad primetime games, we were given a little treat to open week 13. Seahawks and Dallas Cowboys back and forth battle. Really good game. Really fun game to watch. Dallas ends up pulling it out 41-35. to 35. I got to give Dak some credit here. Got to give Dak and the Cowboys some credit. We've been talking about how they can't beat a team above 500. How they only win blowout games. They can't win the close ones. Well, they beat a team above 500 in a close game and had to come back in doing so. Got to give credit where it's due. Uh, And it was fun to watch Geno hang in there as well. Got the Seahawks off of their bye, so they got the best shot from Pete Carroll and his team. But it wasn't enough, and I just have to say, and it pains me to say it, Dak is playing like an MVP right now. He is. Pains me to say it. We'll get into that, I'm sure, here. Yes. Momentarily, number three. On the flip side to that, the Chargers and the Patriots took part in what may be the ugliest game <laughs> of the year. Two field goals, zero touchdowns, um, not much else to say about it. Both coaches need to go. Number four. Bucks, Bucks take advantage of a head-to-head matchup with the Panthers in Tampa in the thunderstorm they also see the saints and the falcons lose there was a three-way tie at the top of the nfc south at five and seven someone has to win this division and i kind of like it i don't mind a little ugly football here and there i'd like to see a nice division battle with these records i don't hate it i don't remember mike evans before the year started potentially not playing because of contract stuff his agent put out some you know tweets and and demands per se or, or at least once well guess what he just surpassed 1,000 yards for the 10th straight season and he's in the middle of the heated division race that's why you play the games ladies and gentlemen that's why you play the games number five Listen, I know we give coach of the year to a team with a winning record traditionally. My vote this year is for Sean McVay. Uh, this roster is Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, and Children. Uh, Kyron Williams, Pook, and Nakua, those two are playing like pro bowlers and have no business playing like that, and they wouldn't be playing like that with another coach at the helm. Sean McVay is getting the best out of his team. The Rams, the Rams are slightly under 500, I get it, but they've been in all their games, except maybe one in Dallas. And I thought they'd be very bad. I thought they'd be very bad coming into the year. So maybe I'm grading him against my own scale, but in for my money, he's been the most impressive head coach of 2023. Give it to Sean McVay over Dan Campbell or, or whoever else the choices may be. Number six, we predicted a blowout by the Lions. And while they did get off to a fast start in the Super Bowl, in the Superdome, excuse me, uh, halfway through the first quarter up by 21, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: they could not maintain and they just narrowly escaped with the win. As the season goes on, we're starting to see some of the offensive cracks, cracks and limitations by Detroit players and coaching staff, none more glaring than Jared Goff and his inconsistent play. If they want to make a real run in the playoffs, they need all three phases to play 60 minutes. Um, And in the last month and a half, that has rarely happened for this team. 9-3 and record, but, you know, are they one of the top dogs in that conference? Not so sure about that. Number seven, the Denver Broncos have been playing well. Went into Houston with a five-game winning streak, tied for the longest in the NFL at the time. And C.J. Stroud did what C.J. Stroud has been doing all year. Picked apart the defense, even down a receiver. Calm, poised late, and ended up winning the game for his team and his franchise. Texans are 7-5, currently in the playoffs. This team has no business being anywhere near this, this good of a team, this good of a record. Right? You got to give a lot of credit to D'Amico Ryans as well, but... C.J. Stroud continues to shine in a way we haven't quite ever seen. He obviously already has Rookie of the Year in the bag. Uh, but for my money, MVP considerations to still be on the table for him. Uh, it won't be, but it should be. Number eight. It's always nice to get a little revenge on your former team. This past Sunday, the Cardinals went into Acrisure Stadium to face the Steelers. Uh, James Connors' first appearance back in Pitts- back in Pittsburgh since he left the organization. And he balled out over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Got to feel good for him to get back. Obviously, the story in early on his career was cancer survivor. Goes to the Steelers, backs up Le'Veon Bell, comes in for him, sets, sets the world on fire, has some amazing games right off the bat. Some decent years, but didn't really blow anyone away after that hot start. Uh, and they shipped him off. But it's good to see Connor playing well and, and getting you know a good win in Pittsburgh on it on his night back. The real story here is the Steelers. As a home underdog, Mike Tomlin may be the best head coach in NFL history, especially against the spread. But as a home heavy favorite, the opposite is true. He's awful. The Steelers find a way to lose a game or two like this every year. Sure, it was a fluky game. Pickett goes out. They gotta bring Trubisky in. You have a couple weather delays. I get there were some factors involved, but uh, one team is ready to play, and one was not in Pittsburgh, and it wasn't Pittsburgh. Number nine. Buffalo Bills go into Arrowhead this weekend with the season on the line for both teams bills off of a bye trying to keep their playoff chances alive and the chiefs in danger of falling out of number one seed contention with another loss in the loaded afc two years ago this matchup was heralded as the next brady versus manning and that possibility still could exist in future matchups but this one in particular feels more like uh, desperation than greatness for both parties number 10 horrible week in the NFL for injuries specifically leg injuries we saw Tank Dell go down awesome rookie season comes to an end breaking his leg when he was rolled up at the goal line a similar thing happened to Ramondre Stevenson although his looks to be just a bad sprain in the Lions and Saints game Alvin Kamara took a spill on the sideline collided with one of the chain game members fractured the fibula and dislocated his knee. Uh, He was in a bad way on the sideline. That was a bad scene there. Saw the Titans punter come away with a serious leg injury after the Colts blocked their second punt in as as many drives. Kenny Pickett left midway through the Steelers' 24-10 loss at home, Uh, had ankle surgery earlier this week, should be out at least three or four weeks. And, of course, Trevor Lawrence on Monday Night Football gets his ankle stepped on, Originally looked to be season-ending to my eye, but uh, luckily ends up just being a high ankle sprain. Even reports he's already practicing. That is Ben's first
1: intent. It's a lot to unpack here. Let's go ahead and hit the Eagles. I want to talk about them real quick. Yeah, they got punched in the mouth. But you got to look at their schedule. They had the hardest schedule, without a doubt. Especially this past few weeks stretch, this right here is going to help them when they go deep into these playoffs, more likely possibly to the Super Bowl. That's something you could say that the Cowboys have. The Cowboys has had an easy, easy schedule. This is they've one of the easiest schedules in football they've had. Don't write off the Philadelphia Eagles. I tell you right now, they're going to be just fine. Yeah, the Patriots and the Chargers game, that was awful. I think we all can agree that we don't want to see that again. You don't want to see teams in the NFL score less than 10 points. You don't want to see them have a zero either. Absolutely horrible. Cannot stand it a bit, but... Let's go talk about the Bills real quick about your favorite Josh Allen. I know that you have your saying about Burrow and who's better, who's not. One of them sitting at home or sitting on the sideline, the other one's actually playing. He can actually stay healthy. This is a heck of a game right here. This is a game that I think McDermott's coaching job is on the line I think the whole coaching staff job's on the line the momentum this team has lost they can possibly gain back with a win here Chiefs reeling a little bit after they got yeah the score may not say it but they got absolutely dominated in most phases in that game against the Packers yeah, they got beat, and handedly. The score does not reflect that at all. Tell you right now, they're gonna to have to figure stuff out, Chiefs. I think this is gonna be a pretty good high-scoring game, but I will say this: I think the Bills and they're gonna to have to win this game for a lot of reasons, not only just to stay in a playoff. Race. Yeah, this this is the kind of game that could save jobs,
0: uh could save careers, it could put you on a completely different mindset. Uh real quick, yep, Josh Allen could stay healthy. Um, Joe Burrow hasn't stayed as healthy as Josh Allen, which is crazy that he has six or you know, three times as many playoff wins still without being able to stay healthy as Josh Allen. So that's really crazy. Yeah. Just wanted to to note that. Carry apples
1: to apples, oranges to oranges, you know. Sure, yeah. you know NFL okay. quarterback to NFL quarterback, yeah, that's apples to apples, I think. Yeah, I mean Still got to be in the game to win it. Absolutely. Absolutely. One scene of Super Bowl, two AFC Championship games. This is this is the, bang, the Bengals' year to do it, and they could not do it because of his injury. Because of him the him in the offseason as well.
0: Oh. I mean, I guess it's been Buffalo's year every year for the no, last five. I, I'm not
1: saying it's Buffalo's year. I'm just saying, in general, this was the Bengals' year because now they got a lot of problems with money and stuff like that. They're going to have to shed some of these players – so, sure. they're going to have to do some different things there. But, you know, hey, I, I want a bills bengals rivalry. I want that to keep on going in between Josh Allen and Burrow. I think that's very healthy. Yeah, throw Mahomes in there, and that could
0: be, you know, Brady Manning, Rod, or Brady Manning and uh, Roethlisberger from back in the day. Yeah, the swift magic is no longer. And Roethlisberger, who couldn't hang with Brady and
1: Manning, would be Josh Allen in this case. Oh goodness! All right, that's another talk one another day. <laughs> we can keep going if you want to go. We can keep going, no, man. We will we'll, we'll go ahead and jump. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to keep going because th- this is going to get ugly.
0: <laughs> uh, that's what the people want—a little ugliness. Come that's on, what I'm
1: saying, man,
0: can't win every game clean. It's got to be a little ugliness in there—a little five and seven record.
1: We, yeah, I mean, but you can't get as ugly as the Patriots.
0: No, 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 no. We want people to listen still. Yeah. Yeah, can't do that. All right. Three and
1: out with the practice squad. You're talking about ugly. Uh, Can we even get a first down? That's the question here. Well, I think with this guy right here, that's having the same numbers in a passing statistics as Jalen Hurts, the MVP that will be this year, this guy right here can do it. I'm pretty certain. Has the Packers struck gold again with Jordan Love? Too early to tell. Too early to tell. I uh, Can't say yes. Can't say no either. But we need more time to decide that. I know we discussed this earlier, I guess about week four, they were doing pretty good, kind of the start, but then it was kind of the, the, then the big drop-off. You know, some injuries with that team, Aaron Jones. Of course, Watson, he cannot stay healthy. There's a lot of young pieces of that team. But I will say, Matt Lafleur. I think that he should be another one for the coaching, coach of the year. One or them as well. Look how he's getting this team ready. Look, this team is. Listen to this. They have five straight wins. But listen to this: they have the Bucks, the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Bears to finish out.
0: You were saying, at the beginning of the year, how how light the schedule is. And now they did lose some winnable games early, but they still have more winnable games ahead,
1: and he's playing very well. And, and they're they're in the, the wildcard spot right now, so sure, and I mean, Detro- they're definitely going to go up. Detroit that. could collapse for sure. And I don't see the Seahawks making a run with the with the schedule. They got to get the 49ers this week, and Look, the Eagles next. And, and so I don't see them. That's the only one I see that could possibly pass them. They're not beating the 49ers and the Eagles. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. Look, well, this team, but the Packers—they also now you say they lost some winnable games. Obviously, that's definitely there, and definitely some of them—they were head end as well. They beaten the Chiefs and the Lions. Now, that's two teams. Yeah, that's the season's you know a lot longer than that, but two teams on that schedule that are really good. And I'll tell you, I I see the Vikings game that they, when they go play them, it's going to be without Kirk Cousins, of course. That's a game that they can win. I don't see them losing against the Giants, the Panthers, or the Bears. The Bucks, they're not that great, but they seem stingy in a way. You know, it's just a little bit of a – they're hard to watch. (laughs) They're hard to watch. I think the The Bucks. Yeah, well, they're, they're well, hard to yeah, watch.
0: There's a, there's a common denominator with the Bucks, and that, that's you got been hard to, hard to watch this year. And the Panthers that were hard to watch last year, and the Browns that were hard to watch years. I mean, Baker is the common denominator. Okay. So, yeah, sure, the Bucks are hard to watch. I agree.
1: And, and then you got Godwin's wife messaging and everything, tweeting, whatever it's called about Todd Bowles saying this, about his targets, him being hurt and stuff. It just so much just goes on with that team. Even it may not be loud, but it's just awful. It's only not loud because they're not relevant. Yeah. So, Packers, have they struck gold again? No. I agree with you. I don't yeah. think they necessarily have yeah. yet yeah, in not, a sense. Not
0: no, not no per se, but we need more time. But if you want to look at
1: statistics, c- comparing Rodgers – him in early career, 12 stars, 13 sure. star. yes, they're the same. Now, let's get a couple of years underneath this belt. I think he deserves an opportunity for two to three years so far. The way I look at it right now. Let's go to second down. That was a heck of a first down.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Who are
1: the pretenders this season to uh,
0: you? Okay, I have three that I think are pretenders, and... I'm going to say one of them is because they look pretty good, but one of them is strictly based on history. So we'll start with the historical Dallas Cowboys as one of the pretenders um, because they fooled us before. You even have, De- have Dak even has me talking about him as an MVP. Hell must have frozen over somewhere. Um, it just no. But, you know, that's also because there's not a lot of other good options. As MVP. So that's why Dak, had, I think, is, should be the front runner right now. Regardless of that, Dallas Cowboys are a pretender because they have been for 30 years. So they're going to have to show me they're not before I, I say they aren't. And they're going to have to prove it to me before I say they're not. And uh, it'll be a tough test, even though everyone is picking Dallas to win this game. It's going to be a tough test, even at home against an angry eagles team i promise you that um so that that'll that game if they end up winning somehow would take a step in the right direction of telling me they're not pretenders but uh the real test is going to be in january for now i'm going to say they're one and that's based on history now the other two are based on what i'm watching this year uh one is the lions talked about it a little bit earlier they're not able to close out these games uh little rah rah I don't I mean the coach is cool and everything I don't but I don't love the college feel to him I don't love it doesn't I mean he doesn't strike me as an NFL guy I may be wrong about that but that's just the feeling I get also jared goff you know Large stretches of good play, but he has that inconsistent gene uh, that, you know, guys like Tony Romo had, uh, you you know, that's the first one that comes to mind. Baker, to a lesser degree, he's not as good of a player, but he has the same, like, you can look good for solid stretches of a game, solid stretches of a month, but uh, eventually you regress back toward the mean, throw an interception when you shouldn't, that kind of thing. Golf is one of those guys. Um, Now, they're they're good in the trenches. Now, that's one thing that can travel anywhere, and they can run the ball. Uh, But I just think they're about a year away from being a true contender. Uh, And number three, and this is the top pretender for me, this is a clear-cut answer, Miami Dolphins. Um, Man, they look good when the conditions are right. And when there's no defensive pressure, and when the team they're playing is much worse than them, but you add any physicality to that group, yeah, any sort of weather, elements, adversity, I'm not, I'm not putting my money on Tua and Tyreek uh, as a combo. Now Tyreek's had some good games in the past in Kansas City in the playoffs, but he's also had a lot of stinkers when, when it matter, mattered most in Kansas City. And uh, this team is fragile. They've dealt with injury. You know, Waddle's been hurt all year. Not missing a ton of games, but banged up. A-chan just got back. Ramsey came back. I mean, they, you know, they, they had a lot of big-name guys that have missed a ton of time. Two is one headshot away from being gone. Phillips got hurt. Phillips done for the year. That was a huge loss to their pass rush. Um and they are the top pretender for me. When things are going right, there's nothing better, but can that product travel anywhere? I am not so sure.
1: Well, the Lions, you know, um, I tend to agree with you there. The Lions are, we talked about before, history. They've only had a few years above, you know, (laughs) above 500, basically. They're not a franchise that's actually done anything ever. Honestly, they never have. Um, You know, it has some good players. Yep. Um, Megatron. um, Stafford was there. Some good players. Some really good players. Um, But I will say, look, you cannot put your money on them at all. Like you said, though, running game, trenches, But golf has played bad this past month, pretty much. Three straight games. And it's not been good. You want to talk about, let's go back a little real quick. The Packers before, he's undefeated in November as a coach. Goff has played horrible this past
0: November. That is something I didn't note, but I did see. Floor eighteen and zero now in November is that
1: right? Something like that, yeah. I know, I know, it's, I know he hasn't lost. Or, so, no, no, so December, 12, December, yeah, December. Not December November. My bad. Yeah, at and that and yep. that is impressive. Yeah, and, I and, think that's the number. And, and let me tell you, this—I'm not. I think Golf has played better than what anybody would expect so far in the past. Guess what? Two years now almost. Look, Golf is. He's gonna to have to straighten some tighten things up here for them to do any kind of. And run I think and play he off. can and will, but it's just he's just like a little better version of Jimmy G, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, a, a
1: Baker, a Derek Carr, any of those guys. He like nobody's bad as Derek Carr, well, except for Zach Wilson.
0: But it, no, um, yes, I'm not I'm not comparing their levels of yeah. talent. I'm just saying the way they play, in which they can be they can be clean <clears throat> for a number of. You know, yeah. a, t- a big time period could be much of the game, or could be much of the month. And, and what I say, could be man, much of the season, but they'll is. find a way at some point to turn it over when it matters most.
1: And when you say, when I say bad, I mean in these systems, these players—they have a reason they're in the NFL. They don't right. suck. Well, even yes. Zach Wilson, yeah, he is it's all, terrible. It's all relative. He's terrible. He obviously, yeah. obviously, they're professional athletes, but. In these systems, but you can also tell the quarterback IQs. You can tell who's there. Golf, I do like them, though. I, hey, I hope the Lions do something for them, for their fans, because their fans have stuck around pretty daggum good with them. Cowboys, I'm gonna I tell you right now. They play the Seahawks, and everybody wants to say the Seahawks are... You wanna look back a few, I guess, a few games ago, You know, you're like, yep, Seahawks could be contenders still in the NFC over there with 49ers. Let me tell you something. They're not as good as even what their record shows. Also, Geno Smith outperformed Dak Prescott this past game. Statistically, he outplayed him. Sure, statistically. But But I was, I mean, I was watching the game. Dak didn't get outplayed. The Cowboys, wide receiver group, Seattle's wide receiver group outperformed Dallas Cowboys. Running back, Chabernet, outperformed Pollard. I'm going to tell you something right now. They're frauds. But I will say, the schedule they've had, they should have numbers like that. Dak should have numbers like that. Hey, Zach Wilson should have numbers like that if they play that schedule anybody should. They've actually had a whole month, two months off. A whole first of the season off. Right, I get it. But look. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm not disagreeing with but you. But this is also not college football with strength of schedule. So, we're not going to be able to take Dallas Cowboys out of this because they play a soft schedule like Florida State did or something. That's just the way I look at it. To me, that's Cowboys, you gotta prove it. Go enter the Eagles and blow them out like you like the 49ers did against them this past week. I'm gonna tell you right now, that'd be the only way you'd be able to prove to me that you're in there. But you were my fifth last week. The Cowboys, yeah. So, I mean, and the reason why? Because you've been winning. Your schedule, yeah. your record says it all. Your position in the playoffs says it all. There's no there's not many people around you. That I can actually argue about for this. But let's go to third down.
0: Yeah, they are, um, they're contenders. There's, there's no way around it. I'm not, I mean, to me, they're playing a little better than what you're seeing, but they're still content or pretenders. They still
1: are. I mean, it's until they prove us different. Their defense got torched. Sure, sure. Third down. Has there ever been a year that we've had backups like this you know this seems like this is the best year to me um backups coming into roles now i know backup quarterbacks yeah yeah backup quarterbacks this year it seems but we've had a lot of those injuries um you know Aaron Rodgers goes down you know cousins goes down kyle murray wasn't playing for a bit burrow's down you know anthony richardson's down It's a lot of players that's been down that are important to these teams is this the best year to you for these backup quarterbacks? Let me let me name a few uh, games that are co- that's coming up
0: week fourteen. Uh, obviously tonight you have the Patriots going into Pittsburgh. I don't think anyone thinks that's going to be a, a really good game, or, or or at least an entertaining game. Probably not. But then let me let me name these next three games: the Colts and the Bengals. I think we'd all agree that that should be a fun watch. The Jags and the Browns. I think that'll be a, a fine game, pretty good game. Yeah. Okay. The Vikings and the Raiders. I think that even has potential. Jefferson coming back to be a fun game. Josh Jacobs playing better lately. Um, All four of those games I just mentioned, it is a backup quarterback versus a backup quarterback. Tonight you got Bailey Zappi and Mitch Trubisky. Colts and uh, Bengals, Minshew and Jake Browning's. C.J. Beathard and Joe Flacco in the Jags and Browns game. How
1: about Flacco? Flacco
0: played well. He did. Flacco played well. Josh Dobbs, Aiden O'Connell in the Vikings and Raiders. Point being, yes, this is the best year for backup quarterbacks because I just named four games. Three of them should be pretty entertaining, and there's eight backups on those eight teams I just named. So, And they're playing well. I mean, Dobbs, what a story. Beathard came in, looked serviceable for Trevor Lawrence, the only reason he didn't win is because Jake Browning lit the world on fire and had three <laughs> incompletions or whatever it was. Gardner Minshew's been playing well all year, stepping into a role uh Minshew-mania. Minshew-mania, backing up Anthony Richardson. Aiden O'Connell looks like he can sling it since Antonio Pierce named him the starter. And, of course, Trubisky, a journeyman but uh, a solid player. Bailey Zappi, we don't know. But, uh, yes, those are eight backups. Eight, you know, I'd say at least seven serviceable guys... Um, yes, it's
1: been the best year that I can recall for backup quarterbacks. Let's give Black. I think he's about thirty-eight years old. I think he is. Let's give him credit. That guy right there played. Yeah, I was with the end of the game. He just you know it was a bad sure bad. But, but, but did he 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 wasn't even hasn't been relevant, even being able to talk about in what several years. Four or five years, something like that now? Look, I tell you, Flacco, I was watching that. I was I was rooting for him. I was like, come on. Like I I, I seeing guys like that, especially older in their careers like that. That 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 I had to root for, him, you know. Couple um, stints on the Jets,
0: a little time with the Eagles. Yeah. Um now it's the Browns. I mean, not only did he play well and make good throws. I mean he had command of that
1: offense from the start. He didn't he didn't play like a retiring player. I guess that's a good way of maybe put. It. I don't know if that's the best way to put it. He didn't play like this is the end of his career. Here's my last hurrah kind of thing. Right. He actually came prepared. Arm strength. For sure. Arm strength. You know, IQ, all this stuff just seems so good. And I heard a lot of chatter before that game that his arm strength was pretty good like unreal how good it is apparently he's keeping on working on it on everything that he can control i really like that game but i would say yeah dobbs man what what i mean i know there's been rumors about them possibly moving different direction here Look, you cannot this this guy's done what he can do um browning Man, he played. Somebody's going to have to go sign him or something. If he keeps that kind of a play up. Minshew, serviceable. Minshew mania. Yeah, He's, absolutely. They, they could be in the playoffs, man. Yeah, it, it, they, it, they it, could absolutely be in the playoffs. And neither of these teams are necessarily out of it. That You know, Dodgers, Brownies, and Mishu. I'm telling you, this is this is interesting. That next Colts and uh, Texans game is going to be very important. And CJ Stroud, man, we gotta, yeah, he's he's stud. But that's it, man. That, that's that's three downs. I don't know if we actually went three and out there, but I think so. Yeah, think the first, so? down, yeah, you think A couple holding penalties. we it's third and twenty. We
0: had to punt it away, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, dang it, we tripped over our feet again. Well, let's try not to trip over our words here anymore, uh, but can't promise anything. We're going to get to the top five teams. Going into week 14, Buck, I need five through one from you. I have a feeling there's going to be some
1: nonsense coming my way. Let's see what you got. I don't think there's much nonsense here. Um. I'm going to tell you, I've been debating. I got three lists that I've, I've, I've had narrowed down my mind. You know, you have the Cowboys. You know, we, we're talking about them being pretenders. Sure. You have the Dolphins that, you know, we do have our differences about, but we both agree that they haven't beaten anybody. Same thing as the Cowboys, they really haven't beaten anybody yet. Sure. You have the Lions with golf. That's scary enough. And who have the Lions beaten? Just let me know. Exactly. Who have they beaten? Okay. So we're having to put these teams in here that are... We have to wonder sometimes. But I'm going to go ahead and just do this. Let's let's see. Do it. Chiefs 5. Okay. They could be 4. I bet. They could be 4. I do have my... Concerns about their receiving core. They didn't show me anything this past game. Um, this team, I hope, and I think they will, get better. But Patrick Mahomes didn't put no cape on this past game. Nor did Travis Kelsey. Kind of makes you wonder. And, you know, I know we joke about Swift being there and them winning and stuff like that. I don't put much stock in that, honestly and I know that's always a joke but I will say this Chiefs need to go out and start winning games. they should have beat the Packers I think you know better coach better quarterback of course better tight end you know he basically a wide receiver I think honestly a better defense but they didn't prove anything to me and lost but they're five. Four, I do trust this team more than I do the Cowboys and the Dolphins, I do like the Lions. You know, if the Lions and, and Chiefs go head to head, I would be very tough to go against the Chiefs here. But I have them narrowed up because they have a better wide receiver core. They have, a, you know, if the quarterback is on, it's on tight end, you know, Kelsey is better. Defense, Chiefs better, coach better. I just have to say, I just like what they can do as a whole team, the Lions. But that'd be very hard. It's very hard. I mean, they're really there for me. I just, I know you're not necessarily going to agree with that, but it's hard to pick four or five there. Sure, um, three Ravens. Um, they had a bye. They're gonna come in, you know. I'm, I'm excited to see them play, you know. See what they can do after the bye. Well, Lamar he keeps doing what he's doing. He's doing really good, man. Uh, their defense is a lot better than what I thought it would be, and I think you you've mentioned that before as well. You know, kind of surprising of how well, kind of how they are. Um, one and two. I'm going to tell you right now, and I know you're going to think this is nonsense. I almost didn't put Eagles number two. I almost looked them at number one. And I've said this before, mm-hmm. and I'll say this again. That was the first win that Kyle Shanahan has ever done that proved to me that, okay, maybe he is legit. Maybe he should still be a head coach for this team. For this team. Yes, I'm just saying this, and I know that's crazy. But I'm going to say this. Sometimes you can get all caught up in the spotlight. But if you cannot win big games as a coach, at least some of the time, that's where I have a problem. But he outcoached. Sirianni. And I'll tell you something, I love this game. I love the heat in this game. I love the chirpiness at the beginning. I love it during the game. I love it after the game. Even though the security guy and a and player had an argument during the game, you know, even though that kind of looked accidental, both apologized after the game. Look, I will tell you this this game, this rivalry, is what the NFL needs to be. Love it from the beginning. I love the heat from it. But I will tell you this. Sirianni and the Eagles, with Jalen Hurts, the MVP, is going... If they have a rematch, it's going to be a whole hell of a lot more heat than what it was. But the 49ers, my number one, of course... They played damn good this past week. And you know, as long as they're healthy, then they're number one here. But I will say this, this is very close to me. I almost did not put 49 at number one. Just because of how much I believe in the Eagles here. And that's my top five. Wow. Um
0: You're right. I think we are both right. A lot of nonsense. Um, so I called that one perfectly. Now, I, I do I do like some of your positions or your teams. I just didn't like the takes that went with it, per se. But you know, that's okay. I, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of takes that Right in this degree. Yeah, plenty of takes that I give that you don't like. Uh, but I know deep down you agree with you know when I say something. But we got to make an hour show,
1: so. <laughs> I'm just, certain you're I'm just, about to say some damn nonsense. Yeah, well, yeah, here that I mean, that whole sentence already was the it, start. It, of what's crazier? We really talk about this like this all the time. So, this is nothing new to us. <laughs> We're just sharing this to everybody. So,
0: <laughs> I'm going number five with the Ravens. Oh.
1: Uh,
0: and they barely even made the top five for me. Um, a buy doesn't, for me, a buy doesn't hurt them, but. Well, in the sense that they didn't look worse, but some other teams jumped ahead because they looked better. And uh, I'm just going to say Ravens, Lamar, inconsistent, pretty good all year, but he finds those times to turn it over. I don't like how, you know, they only have three losses and they've won a lot of games. I don't like how they lost in each of those three games with a big lead and just and gave it away three times that tells me not to trust them in the postseason also Lamar has one postseason victory in six years they look good have the best receiving core they've had winning games we're gonna see how they do against the Dolphins and I do think they should handle the Dolphins they probably beat the Rams here pretty bad on Sunday they're great against the NFC uh, so they should keep rolling. But uh, I just think there's four teams better than them right now. I, I don't I don't have them in that top three like Buck has had them so for quite some time.
1: So they so they, not as good just because they're on bye. No.
0: Because other – well, first of all, they weren't on number three for me. Like, I don't even know what they were last week. I'm pretty sure they were four or five. But they weren't in the top three either way. They definitely don't go up to the top three for being on bye. And –
1: uh they're still staying at my same spot as and last there,
0: week. And there's a number two, or there's a, there's a team that comes in, another number four. They weren't in the top five. And it's the Cowboys. They, they surpassed the Ravens. They're not going to stay there. I'm talking about at this moment, they're <clears throat> a top four team with how they're playing. Now, I'm pretty sure it'll unravel at some point if history repeats itself, which it always does. But on no well, where are we at December 8th 2023 somewhere in there um the Cowboys are a top 14 at number 4 that is playing like the MVP right now over Purdy over Hertz, over Tyreek Hill mm. over two he is cause you know the wow. only the I mean Hurts is turning the ball over too much Purdy is maybe the fourth most valuable player on his own team um and uh, Tua, you can't give it to him because Tyreek's making him look good. Tua's doing well, but Tyree should get it if you're giving it to somebody on the Dolphins. Dak is the only one you can legitimately say that quarterback is the only reason that team on offense is doing well. Uh, defensively, obviously they have an elite defense. Now, number three is the Chiefs. They moved down a little bit. You can't keep losing games like this because traditionally in the past you found a way to win them. Uh, so something tells me you're going in some some form or fashion of a step backwards. Mahomes, you know, put on the cape last week. Not so much, not so much this past Sunday. Um, but obviously, got to get the help from your guys. But you can't keep saying that at some point in. At some point, they are what they are, and you have to do what you can to uh, elevate them. And I do think he's making most of the throws. Still a ton of drops. but uh... And also, the Chiefs' defense finally got exposed because they had been playing really well, but, man, Jordan Love carved them up. Looked like they can't get, couldn't get off the field on third down. Uh, got ran over as well. I mean, you know, four or five yards a pop. It's a collective bad effort. Of a t- as a team against the Packers, but they still are in the top three just because right now, I, I mean, I can't go against Mahomes and Andy Reed taking them that far down. I got, I got to see more losses before I keep moving them down further. Eagles fall to number two uh, because just the roster isn't as good as the 49ers. I mean, that's the only reason. I'm not worried about the loss per se, but uh, 49ers roster is just a little better than the Eagles probably the top two rosters in the NFL. Uh, And right now I have them ranked just based on guys. I mean, 49ers have Hall of Famers all over the field, future Hall of Famers. So that's my top five. Ravens, Cowboys, Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, 5-1. through
1: Well, you made your case there. Um, I don't see Chiefs third best, but, you know, I I can see where you're going there. And I know why you've been on that stance this whole time. And I get it. I just have to see something, some more. I, he didn't put his cape on this past week. And that kind of took me back a little bit. Because I was expecting, end of the game, fourth quarter. I was expecting to see Mahomes, Kelsey, boom. You know, I never saw it. Pacheco ran ran good. Pacheco did good, but, you know, the Packers can't stop running. Man, there's few
0: people i dislike watching play football more than pacheco i just don't i just don't like watching him play man wow i just don't like the way he runs i don't like the cockiness i just don't like him something about uh, him i don't like he's great for the chiefs
1: he's a good player yeah. i just don't like watching him <clears throat> Your cowboys there yeah it's hard not to put him there but He they, sh- they didn't show me anything that necessarily on paper or even visually this past week that makes me say hey they're the top five team they did for me because here's the thing
0: they've been blowing teams out they have not i've not seen them win a close game a come from behind game i've not seen that i need to see that and i saw that and i mean dax on a hot streak there's no denying that you got to have in the top five for yeah, me yeah, most valuable player yeah on the team i'll
1: give him that um Who's I, your MVP right now? Hurts. Still? Still. One game, wow. I don't think, no, I don't think he played bad. I don't think he played bad either. I'm yeah. not, I just think, you know, they just got their ma- punch in the mouth and they, I, their magic of coming back didn't happen. That's the only thing I see. I would even, I would even put somebody else over Dak. I would even put Tyreek Hill over Dak Prescott. I would put Patrick Mahomes over him. Because I know what Patrick Mahomes is going to more than likely do. He's going to finish, run out the table the rest of the year, and he's going to look like the damn best quarterback of all time. Even though he's not, he's number two. If I had to get a top five MVP
0: guys right now, I mean, I think I got to go Stroud at five, Purdy at four, Hurts at three, Tyree Kill at two, and
1: Dak at one. At this Str- moment. Stroud would be over Dak Prescott for me. I... I see why you say that, but I just, and I hate to Lamar say Jackson, it. I mean, he's, yeah, he's not. I can't. Just he's can't. not. And I know people but, are going
0: to want to hear two his name too.
1: Sure. No, two is put, not. You can put
0: two in there, too. And who is in the top five, anyway? Two is not. I agree. I agree with that. Just like Dak I mean, is not. I mean, if there's going to be a Dolphin, it's got to be Tyreek. But I digress. We got to get into the money making portion of the show here. We're going to get some prize picks. Uh, my pick six. I'm sure Buck will have a couple picks As well, and then of course our favorite segment of the show, Bucks Bets. Let's get into pick six. Currently, I'm 25 and 17. Had a good week last week. Five and one. Zach Moss needed 20 more yards to get six for six. Didn't quite get it, but Money let's man. get let's give six more picks that I feel strongly about. Let's start in Chicago. TJ Edwards, more than nine and a half total tackles versus Detroit. They're going to be running the ball up the middle. Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, side on the sideline. Edwards can make tackles in either of those spaces, along with being pretty decent in the short passing game, a la Laporta. Should be 10 or more tackles easily for him. Allen Robinson tonight, more than one and a half receptions. One and a half. So he just needs two catches. Got his old quarterback from Chicago, Trubisky. Playing the Patriots, I mean... It just feels like he's going to be, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to get a lot of catches. I just think he can get two. I think that's very doable. One of my favorite picks of the week, Jordan Love more than one and a half passing touchdowns at the New York Giants. He's been on a tear. Don't see any reason for that to stop against the Giants. And Jordan Love, we trust Rashad White more than 80 and a half rush and receiving yards. Combo in Atlanta, uh, He's been getting 50 receiving yards a game, running the ball pretty well. Atlanta's back end is good. I don't see Baker throwing on them. I I think Rashad White out of the backfield catching as well as running up the gut uh, is going to get, you know, well over 90. So all he needs is 81 to hit this. I think he can do that fairly easily. Blake Groupie more than one-and-a-half field goals versus the Carolina Panthers in the dome. Don't got to worry about weather. You just had your first week of the year he did in which he didn't attempt the field goal all game. So you know they're going to get some divisional games. There's usually more field goals as well. And he's had only three that he hasn't attempted two field goals in a game, only three times all year. Uh, two of them have been one, and obviously last week with the zero. So I like Blake Rupi to hit two or more field goals. And my last pick, Devontae Smith, more than eight or 58 and a half receiving yards at Dallas. They're going to be blanketing A.J. Brown. Smith's hit you know, near 100 yards in four of his last five. Don't see any reason why he doesn't hit it. Little caveat, the last time he didn't hit this number was against Dallas a month ago. But uh, I think they're going to need to throw early and often to him if they want to stay in the game and end up winning the game in Dallas against the blue and white. That's my
1: pick six. Devontae Smith also has been on a heck of a tear. Yes. He has. A- and he's played a lot better than last time they played Dallas. So I'm, I'm fully on board with that. Good. I mean, that sounds
0: like six for six. Throw in 20, win 500. Good weekend. Yeah. T- take the wife out for a nice dinner. You know? Yeah. yeah just a bottle yeah. of wine, champagne, a little candle, whatever you need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, just just don't go get Deshaun Watson specials. (coughs)
1: Definitely,
0: that costs more than five hundred.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you ready for bucks bets? Let's go, bucks bets. I'm going to throw it out. Price picks too. You know, the price picks is such a nice thing. I I love price picks. Maybe one day we can get them to sponsor us. You know, that'd be very nice. Well, yeah, they're dealing with the Kelseys, those pesky
0: Kelseys. Yeah. We'll get to that range. They, they, don't, they, they, they don't love us probably, but.
1: They're, but well, they're, they're sexier for sure. Speak for, no, I'm definitely sexier. But Stafford, over 200 and a half passing yards versus the Ravens. Ooh, that looks bad. Ravens the defense. Look, did you know? He threw, I think, 270 plus versus the best defense in the, in the Browns this past week. Browns have been getting torched lately. I don't and care about that. But if he throws over 20 times, you know, or 20 pass completions, mm-hmm. which he does, Vegas has him at 18.5. That's a very favorable odds for that to happen. He's going to get over 200.5. He has puka. You know, he has, you know, Mm cup. this team's going to be able to do this. I see him doing that with these. So is it 200 and a half? 200 and a half passing yards on prospects. Sportsbooks actually has them at 203 and a half. Yeah, it seems low. It's very low. It seems like the Ravens are going to be up early. seems like the Rams are going to throw. Yeah, they're seven and a half point underdogs, the Rams. Look, I like this a lot. But I'm going to give you my bet of the week. Let's hear it. And I'm going to tell you something. I will take the money line too. Because you just, yeah, they may have lost five times at the Dallas Cowboys in a row. I really don't give a crap. Smash Eagles plus three and a half. You can find it, you need to shop the odds. I found minus 118, just 120 places. Well, let me tell you something. Eagles are not going to lose this game. Eagles are not going to lose by more than three points, even if they did lose. Hurts, the MVP, is going to go out there, and they're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. That is my bet of the week.
0: That is the best number of the week, in my opinion. You're going to give the Eagles three and a half Dallas cowboy. fans, put that in your pipe and smoke it. I mean, the money line, I'm not putting my money on the money line. I don't. I'm not saying they're not going to win or they are going to win. Bet I house. Would, Obviously, I would love them to win, um, but I'm not saying they will or won't win uh, straight straight up. You know what I mean? They but gonna make them but if you're going to give them three and a half, that's disrespectful. Uh, I understand it's, it's in Dallas, and I understand they just got beat by, you know, 23 at home a week ago i don't care that's the best number of the week like buck said smash that plus three and a half for the eagles it's
1: gonna be how about them eagles
0: yeah sure i mean i nothing would bring more joy write to my them heart. off
1: go ahead and write the eagles off do it i don't care you know what's gonna happen you're gonna keep on giving us these beautiful odds
0: nothing would bring more joy to my heart then getting to say on Monday after Sunday Night Football, how about them Eagles, the clear-cut leaders into the division and the conference? That's going to be a fun game. We're also going to have maybe maybe fun for a different reason game tonight, maybe a little comedy with Zappy and Trubisky in the house, maybe, maybe the comedy mm-hmm. club.
1: Yeah, the comedy act. Yeah, the amateur,
0: fe- amateur hour per se. Featuring Bill Belichick. Man. What a dumpster fire. That's that's a rough situation.
1: And he shouldn't be going to coach for the Panthers. There's been rumors for there. Chargers been rumors. Wash has been rumors. You know what he needs to be doing? He needs to be sitting at home. You know what would be more comical? Let's go with your comedy thing. Let's put him as a TV analyst.
0: I mean, he is very entertaining. One of the most entertaining guys, in my opinion. Uh, but I have a little bit of off-sense humor, so I, I don't... But I think he actually is entertaining. I think he could do well in that role. I have but, a sense uh, of humor that's very, very different. Yeah, absolutely. So, And he does as well, I think. Um, but one thing is for sure, it's time to go in New England. But they'll let him finish out the year. They should They owe him that. Yeah. We got to finish out this podcast, episode 18 in the books. We appreciate you guys listening in. Keep doing it. We'll see you next time. Enjoy Steelers and Patriots tonight. This has been the ESA with Buck and Ben.